Yo, episode 141 of the Goddamn Fools Podcast is Evan. Eric. Bianca is out today, but we got some special guests. Friend of the show. He's this is probably your fourth time up here now, Mark. We talked about you a little bit last week. Oh, about you did? Your, I, I told him your uh, prediction for the outcome of the uh, election <laughs> was, well, you're yeah, a, little, was a little off, but <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Mark. How you been, man? I'm all right. Um, doing fine and still think he would have won had there been no COVID. Sad to say. <sighs> it, I, and I, I, I believe you is seeing as close as it was. I, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't vote for him. I ain't rooting for him, but it's just, you know, America is what America is. Yeah, you voted for Kanye, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our, yeah. Our, our other guest, I don't know what to call you because last time you were up here, you were the curve coach, and I don't know if that's the persona you're putting on nowadays. I don't know if you grew up or I don't I don't know what the hell you going by. So introduce yourself, man. Um. We're going to talk about my real name. I think we got a lot of real stuff to talk about today. So we'll just call me Anthony today. Anthony, man. What up? How you been? Welcome. And I'm good. Enjoying COVID time. You know, this free vacation that they're giving you while you're stuck in the house. <laughs> Is it a vacation, though? <laughs> I'd rather be here than at work. <laughs> Touche. Touche. It worked out. So what up, E? Ah, uh, getting ready to leave on Wednesday. I had to get on the train instead of fly. I waited too long to book a ticket. Now it's like three hundred dollars. No, uh, I should trash my ticket. I want to go. I want to go book my shit the other day. It was like they said to get from Bradley to Dallas was two eighty five. Not happening. My ticket. <laughs> it's dead. That shit dead, boy. You put Chris procrastinator. What, I am, what, you, what were you they, waiting for? You knew you were going down there. I don't know. I just looked at it and was like, fuck it. I'll wait a day and do it. <laughs> it ain't like I had a fucking money. I had the money to do it. I just didn't want to do it. So now, now I'm getting on the Amtrak out of uh, out of Penn. So I, I got to get to Penn, get on the train. The hotel's already booked, but that's the easy part. Like The hotel's already booked. I got to figure out the schedule of what I'm going to go see on which day. And uh, I'm going to go see my office, too, when I go down there. So okay. But... As long as that train rides, it's only like what four hours? Nah, it's less than that. It's like three. Oh, but I got, yeah. well, I got the express though. I got on the Acela. Oh, Two. Yeah, you good? You good? Two. Three hours from where though? From New, New York. York. Oh, New so York. so it's not three hours. You gotta drive. Two hours to get to New York or take the train for an hour and a half. Two hours to get who to New fuck, York. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? Who the fuck? Take two hours to get to New York in a car? You? Depends you on fuck? where in New York you're going. Yeah. Man, right. hour forty-five. So from water from where you're at to Penn Station is probably ninety minutes roughly. Absolutely. Roughly. I've been driving I've been driving New York since I was like a teenager. I never take no two hours unless it was traffic and then no motherfucking I, I, bad, nigga. This is yeah, New right. York we're talking about. There's always traffic. What are you talking about? Yeah. In and out. And I probably won't even drive all the way there. I'll probably get on it. I'll probably get on the train. Probably get on Metro North. Because there ain't gonna be nowhere to park down at uh, at Penn. Right. Yeah. So but if you take the train, it's definitely gonna take you two hours. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the schedules look like these days because of because everything going on. Usually, when I used to go on the train to work in New York, I get I go to uh, either Fairfield or Bridgeport, get on the train there. They used to take about an hour ten if you get on the express. So I don't know what they're doing now. It's all this shit that's going on. It might it might take longer. So I've already got it in my head that it's gonna be it's gonna be a voyage to get the fucking pen. 
<laughs> it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. Right over there. Um, what's this? What's this? Well, never mind. It's probably gonna be closed when you go. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's gonna be closed. Oh, oh no, already. Look, nah, Mash is gonna be closed. You know. Yep. I used to roam those DC streets back in the days. So I know shit closed. I already asked. <laughs> All right, Mark and Anthony, how has your mental health been throughout the pandemic and lockdown and wearing masks? It's been a while since we've talked. How are y'all adapting to life? <laughs> I think just all this it says it all. I mean, I'm... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Brother you know, Mark. <laughs> just saying, um, you know, looking like John the Baptist <laughs> living in the woods, in the wilderness there, but... No, with the WB, WB Du Bois shit going on right now. Yeah. Um, can't get the gray streak, maybe one day. But, <laughs> one day. Uh, That's coming next. Yeah. That's next. Um, For free. But, uh, no, it's... it's no, there's been some, like, highs and lows with it. You know, there's times where, you know, I'm okay, and then there's times where I have to admit it is depressing. It is very depressing. Um, very fortunate, though, I have a puppy that, you know, helps give me, you know, keep me some company. Um, but, uh, no, it's, it's a big change. I think it's, it's a really big change, you know, that this is thing. It's not just work. I think it's also, you know, everyday life. Yeah. Absolutely. Anthony? Like, I'm tired. <laughs> no, it's just it's exhausting. Like, I think at first we expected for it to be a lot shorter, and the more we were uncertain about shit. All right, let's do it. Let's do it too. Like I, <laughs> I tried, bro. Uh, I tried. I thought he once he started talking, it would be good, and then it cut off in the middle of it. I'm about to just have him pl- ask him what his phone percentage on, and just have him plug in. Mic check. How I sound now? Can y'all right. hear me? Yeah, you good. All right. T- Does this <laughs> work better? Yeah, definitely. Tell us about uh, <laughs> how you're feeling. Get right back into it. I mean. I feel like it's too late. Like, no matter who would have got elected, the people already showed who they were. You know what I mean? Like, there's no difference. And it's not like because Biden was elected. We're talking about your mental health, Anthony. You forget oh, where we were? Okay, shit. <laughs> Hold on. I think a drunk? Yo, mental health is shit right now. I can't get my headphones to work. My daughter lost my iPads. My dog is a dick. <laughs> shit. Um, no, seriously, on a serious note, for me, I mean, I'm, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not like I was at first. At first you were, I was really anxious and tired and exhausted. And like, you just wanted to know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. And then the longer it took to figure out what the fuck was going on, the less you started to care. Like as a whole, I think we all were just like, yeah, this COVID shit cap, like we done with this. And people just started going back to normal lives. Like, we went from shutting down things to being like, you know what? Fuck it. Stay six feet apart. We went from, like, keeping everyone back and, like, doing everything to prevent it to just being like, it's unpreventable. We can't make it happen. I think a big part was because we had such a shitty 
organization, government running all of it. But for me, I mean, it's better than what it was. And I mean, there's nothing you can do about it now. Yeah. And we, we still have a <laughs> shitty government running it, shitty organization running it. Um, so I guess we could get into that. Trump lost. Joe Biden beat Donald Trump. Yep. Is that confirmed? You got one side <laughs> saying one thing, the other side saying, nah, y'all cheated. I don't care if they cheated, paid for the boat, stopped counting them when he won. It's, it's, it, like I said, I don't think it changes much. Like a lot of people feel like it does. And for the people who aren't in America, it changes a lot. But we still got to deal with the same motherfuckers who had Trump flags. They don't just leave. You know what I mean? Yes, the people outside of the country don't have to deal with him and his policies and things like that anymore. But for the people who live here, just because your neighbor took down that flag don't mean that he's not racist anymore. Oh, no, they didn't, he didn't lose yet. Those flags are still up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there's there's no there's no like like people are like, oh, my God, we did it, Joe. We did it. No, you didn't. Like, what did you do? Like, all you did was make them hide themselves again. Like, and and, that, and how do you think they're going to hide themselves anymore? Like, I drive past this huge, I mean huge, billboard flag of Trump. And like, and it's just wild. Like, and it's not that it scares me or anything. Like, well, I don't fear it. It's just like, this is what they tried to tell us didn't exist four years ago, five years ago. Six years ago, they tried to make it seem like, no, you're over exaggerating. That's not true. To the point where now companies, large companies are having weekly meetings about race in the workplace. It's more than a, a, a PowerPoint click. It's more than a conversation now. It's 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 too much. You know, it's like if George Floyd didn't die, would we be having this conversation? If Breonna Taylor didn't die, would we be having these conversations? And I'm talking about like we would be having these conversations. Right. Because been, we always been, have these conversations. We've been having these conversations, right. Exactly, exactly. But with they, you know? But at the same time, how? when's the last time we had these conversations? I don't the know how time. often... Somebody, somebody, last time somebody got killed in the street. I don't, I don't know how often... Is, is that when we're only supposed to talk about it? Like, not even we, but companies, you know, talking to employees or the... I, I, whoever the... Whoever's in control of things, how right, long are they right. going to be having these conversations? Not long. How, how I mean, long? I think they had them uh, about maybe three oh, to five yeah, years. I don't, I don't think it'll be that long. Um, you know, this is oh, not that's a long new... time. I don't even think it'll be that long. I think well, it'll be until well, January. Well, I think because, um, you know, companies are invested in the whole Black Lives Matter thing and that's like a lot of PR there so there's a lot of money there and and this is kind of I talked to my parents about this I was kind of curious because they're baby boomers and they're retired and I was like you know did you ever go through something like this you know when you were working and they were like yeah you know we went through this and companies would you know put aside and you know let's talk about race let's talk about this and let's have these programs and things like that and I said well what happened is like well, yeah after a couple of years it just faded away and then it'll start back up again, start back again yeah. fade away, start back. It's, it's, it's almost sort of this like pacifying technique, like, okay, they're getting rambunctious. Let's just, you, you can't get rid of them. You can't put them out, but let's just temporarily sedate them, like in this drug state. But it wears off at some point. 
and then you got to go back to it again. And you don't even got to go back that far in time. You used to go back to apartheid, late '80s, early '90s, with divestment from, you know, people were trying to push all the different countries to divest their money from South Africa because of apartheid. That was just back uh-huh. in the fucking '80s. We were all right. living freedom back then for the most part, and yeah. that came and it went. Nelson Mandela got jail. Nah, I mean, you were close. I, I put the <laughs> in for you, you were, I like cool. the only one who wasn't born in the 80s. That's cool. Yeah. I, I was um, and it came and it went, just just like everything else does. Everything's cyclical. You know, you're not going to get people to really be engaged in something unless it, like, directly affects them. Look what had to happen That's for... That's exactly what it is. So right, You people, have to have them... They put Emmett Till through a fucking cotton gin, and it took it still took years after that to get something to happen. And then... And it took it took to the lady dying to admit that she was lying. So when you think about um, when people have conversations about you know how long are these conversations gonna happen? I don't think I don't think they've ever actually happened. You know what I mean? So there's a difference between having a conversation and just talking to someone, right? A conversation is a true exchange, a true dialect. When you're talking to someone, it's what we do in those Zoom meetings at work that everybody's had to do. It's those I understand meetings when you really don't. It's the, I'm going to talk to you now, but I'm texting my African-American group chat after this to tell them what the fuck just happened. Um, (laughs) Those are the disconnects that are happening. Those are the conversations that aren't happening that I don't think anybody really talks about. So, I mean, it sucks, but at my age and that, you know, y'all being born at the eight in the eighties, it's something that we've quote unquote been prepared for. You have the talk, you have the conversation and the hardest part is being able to live through it. You know, because one thing to sit on the couch and talk to my father and my mother about it's another thing to be in a workplace where you don't think it exists, but it exists, you know? Um, Uh uh Yeah. It's how many, how many voted for him in 2016? I have no clue. Half, 60. half of what he got, half of what he got this year, it doubled. He, no, he... no, it was, it it was at least sixty k, sixty mil. Sorry, it was I at least say sixty mil. I don't know. The, I don't know what the number ended up being. I remember like after election night, it was about the few days after. It was about fifty nine, sixty. I don't remember what the total number was, but I guess that's besides the point. The point is, he got more this year. Yeah, we had that record turnout this year. Right, right. But I would assume, I mean, obviously for the ones who are dead or according to Trump, dead people voted as well. But (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine all those, you know, those same 59 million voted for him again. Add another 11 11 million. Obviously, it's still counting. It's going to rise. The the last four years weren't enough. In this past year, especially when everyone was affected by his recklessness. Everyone knew, I don't want to say everyone was affected. Everyone knew someone who was affected by the recklessness. Like, no, fuck that. We're all affected because we're all fucking in the house still doing Zoom, Zoom no. fucking podcasts, Skype podcasts, seven months, eight months later. Yep. All right, so 2016, he had 62 million. One moment, over. Oh, so close to 63 mil for the popular vote. And then this year, it's in counting 71, 71.2 million. And he won, he's losing the popular vote by over 4 million votes right now. So that's how, much, how, many more, how many more people turned out this year as opposed to 2016. 
And is that encouraging? Uh, I like to see the turnout as high as it is because you got 140. That's almost half of the country. So over half the country's of voting age or is, you know, can vote. So you figure that's a good thing. But th- that that it took all this happening to get a, this kind of turnout isn't comforting because that means people are only engaged with all the, all the wild shit that happened. If it was just a normal four fucking years, turnout would probably be lower, way lower than, than it is right now. Mark, I muted you while you're gone. You could I can't unmute you, though, so you'd have to unmute yourself so you could do that. I, I'm still worried, man. Like, I don't know what this next year is going to bring. I don't know how long he's going to drag this shit out. His, his press secretary came up today talking about dead people. <laughs> they trying everything, boy. They yeah. trying everything. So, so I want y'all to think about something. And I know this sounds strange. As presidential years go, so we're, I'm speaking terms, we as Americans for the last six terms, roughly, have not had a peaceful term. I'm going back to like Bush's first term. Which one? His you daddy mean, or him? Peace, him, peaceful the son. Like the no son. war? Like no anything. Like if you go from the son, um, terrible. First term we was in war, second term we had 9-11 or it's the other way around. Um, then we had Obama, and that was uh, the beginning of what would have been our civil war. And then we had him again, which would have been like, more, well, for African Americans, we were still proud, but it was more so an economic downfall for most of us. And then we got Trump, right? And then that, that shit, the whole whole entirety of his four years was just terrible, right? So I'm talking, if you go, I mean, not, I'm a regular ass board presidential year where nothing happened. We just know his name and that's it. We haven't had that. In, in my lifetime, I haven't seen, and I know, I mean, we can go back, obviously the police is all, I've always been killing black people. I've always been yeah, right. black people. I'm not, I'm not talking about the police and that necessarily, but Dang. in my Dang. lifetime, I don't recall the country being again, my lifetime. Not, I know, Civil rights movement, all that. I'm not talking about that. Talking right. about my lifetime. I don't remember the country being at odds the way it is right now. And I, I just don't recall that. Am I missing something? Am I forgetting something there? Like, I guess that's where I'm, where I'm going with it. I, I mean, I wouldn't say that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think it's always been like that, though. Like, Well, also, media was different back then, too. That's what so, I was about to say. So yeah. you, you, yeah, you yeah, look fair. at 80s. I mean, it's VHS tape. Things weren't digital. Um, they were all analog. So there was still that gap of time of information being sent to information being received. And that also, okay. that, gap, that gap of time allows you to pick and choose what you wanted to. Yep. So whereas nowadays, you, everybody here, in a sense, you are the media it, in, it, in a way. Whereas in, yeah. in the 80s, you wouldn't. You had to depend on like CBS, NBC, ABC, yep. um, and you know they had time to like filter stuff out. Like, okay, we ain't gonna talk about this. We're not gonna talk about that. We will talk about this. We'll talk about certain things, but only certain time of the year. So I was like, oh, yep. this is the time of the year we allow this to get leaked out. Um, so I, I don't. 
I don't think that they were so much as peaceful, but I think it was just it was just things that were just hidden and well kept. Right. We didn't have as and, much and so to say. Right. But you know, I mean, once the smartphone, it was game over after that point. Yeah, I mean, I guess... it's, it's just oh, they just shooting brothers at the park. You know, it's just it was whereas before eighties, you just thought the suburbs was a nice, happy, peaceful place. <laughs> Nigga, the TV TV used to turn off. Right. You don't you don't turn nothing off no more. Everything's right. twenty four hours. There's somebody working a graveyard doing something live TV. It don't matter what channel you go to, especially if it's like network TV, like CNN. There's always somebody on CNN. There's never a tape of anything, unless it's one of their unless it's original programming. There's always somebody on MSNBC. There's always somebody on Fox News. You got to fill that time with something. Yeah, and, and I guess back then, even if you wanted the news, you had to wait for the news. It's 10 now, o'clock and you out of luck. Na- yeah. You out of luck. Yeah. Now, I guess the news, you can watch it whenever you feel like, even if you think it's news, it may not be news, it may be fake news, but you can go find the stuff that you want to hear. And I don't, I don't want to say people were, <laughs> to quote Kanye, free thinkers, but <laughs> I don't want to say people were more, <laughs> thought more freely back then. Don't talk about then. my president like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oofy ass nigga. But you had time. To kind of form your own opinion because you weren't, you know, you watch the news, you turn it off. You you had time to process it. Kind of like, you know, we talk about binge watching TV shows. Like now you just watch episodes. You don't remember what happened when, like what episode it was. I feel like it's kind of the same. Like you watch the news, you had time to process it back then. Now, whether the news was accurate or biased, that's another conversation to have. But. I think that, yeah, I think that could be part of it. Everyone has phones. Everyone's attached at all fucking times. So it probably heightens, heightens both ways, the wokeness and the hatefulness. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm old enough to remember, like, when TV cut off. Like, they, they used to play the national anthem. It was like, okay, time for bed. It was just like the program stopped. <laughs> and then it was just a, a video loop of just the flag, you know, Niagara Falls. Really? You know, it's the B-roll footage of, like, He you know, said he remembers America. when the TV turned off. The original. You know, I remember, I remember <laughs> when MASH came on, and that told me to go to bed. No, I remember it was the first the over. The TV and it was like, turned off. And then we just like, there's no programming. You turn the TV off. It was out of infomercials. Yeah, that came later. Yeah, I remember, the, I, I, I remember infomercials. You remember? Okay. Let me find so. out they put a screensaver on real television. <laughs> fact, they was booting up Windows 88, 865. It was, it was like, like, we don't got nothing else to show you. Go to sleep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nothing else for you. Go to bed. Real deal daddy daycare on the TV. It was like, hey, turn that off. It's time to go to sleep. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't even I can't even fathom. I mean, I used to say the Pledge of Allegiance in school. Like I, I've been there. I've been. I was on when you had the morning news on the TV and the screen to tell you what was happening. I've I seen those things. And shortly after 9-11, they removed TVs out of the classroom. But geez. You yeah. chilling watching, you know, how to make a murderer, and they just be like, hey, no, no, it's really time for you to make your bed. Let's go. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Yep. Da, 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 da. Wait, Go to bed. A, they took the TVs out your classrooms after 9-11? Uh, a little bit after, yeah. I remember because we used to watch the news every morning. You would go to school, go to breakfast, come in. There'd be a TV at the top corner of your classroom. 
when you would watch TV. You would watch like probably 20, 30 minutes of like a, a, a program made for your grade. Right? Really? It wasn't it, w- it wasn't even produced in-house. I think it, it was probably something that was more out, out produced and we watched it in. And um, I want to say that when 9-11 happened, I remember my teacher turning on the TV like that was in the corner. We was looking at each other like, why did we have to come in from recess? Like, I ain't never been there a day in my life. What does that have to do with us? We were, I was like, I was a kid. Right. And so it was just, it was just, you know, crazy. So to, you know, sidetrack. But to think that people really had the time when they would just turn off the TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my, like, imagine a grown man coming to your house right now and being like, yo, Ed, turn this shit off. I'm in the middle of a podcast and said, turn it off. Time to go to sleep. Right. Like, what would you say back? Right. Like, what would you say? All right, Dad. Like, can you go down the street and tell them first I'm not done with this show? Like, what happened? No, the show's done. The show's done. The show's telling you it's over. Right, Boom. Turn the TV off. That's crazy. Unless you want to watch That's that's new to me. Flag wave, I guess. I don't know. You sit there and stare at magazines with girls with long dresses on with the nightgowns. (laughs) <laughs> what, what issue of Playboy you had back in the nineties? I don't. Yo. I don't think. I don't think Playboy. Nah, he. Whatever Mark talking about was way, way oh, before oh, the nineties. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> because, yeah, it was before. Yeah, what I'm talking about was before the nineties. I was yeah, like a yeah. little little kid. I was. Yeah, oh, so that's why I was old enough to remember it. Okay. So it was one of those things where it was just like I was like a little little kid, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna try to be an adult, stay up late, and then I saw the time I got sleepy. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to bed. This is bad. Y'all remember when like Nickelodeon and Disney Channel would have like the one eight hundred lines that you can call in to win stuff? I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. I tried to win that Scooby Doo Lego thing like thirty years in a row, man. Running run, run, run the phone bill up and calling that eight hundred number. Run yeah, my mom used to be like, run she had the- three kids, so she didn't know which one it was. Beat all y'all asses, man! Everybody catch with long distance calling costs money. Man, they never told you that part. I tried to get on Double Dare. That was when Double Dare was like really big. When it hard. See, I remember that show. I remember that show. I would try to get on. Like, I'm gonna get on Double Dare. Like, I'm gonna do it. Nah. Okay. Fun fact. Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. I'm sorry. I did Double Dare, not on TV, but at Universal Studios, California. I went on. We. We were brought on stage and we did Double Dare. My father got slimed. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you they ain't even had cameras back then, did they? <laughs> the they didn't have cameras. This was like 97, yo. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. How That's old do you think I am? Head. Head right now. That's wild, buddy. That you think I'm, I'm Mark? No, I'm the 80s. Chilling. Chilling. Oh, man. So where do you where, where do you see the next two months going, guys? The it's next be a two months. Is, is, Don't even bother, bro. According to the Simpsons, we all about to be hot. Well, one, is there any chance he didn't lose this election? Any chance? Yes. Yes. Wait, what was the question again? Is there any chance Trump did not lose this election or Biden did not win this election, however we want to phrase it? No. Yes. No, Biden, Biden won it. Biden won. Because both parties, both political parties were there while the ballots were being counted so trump's really the odd man not in philadelphia according to mckay whatever the hell her name is who oh uh kaylee conway kelly light conway kelly Kelly light (laughs) yeah kelly conway light yeah (laughs) fuck out of here 
she says Philadelphia. They were deprived of whatever rights they had. I don't. I don't. How, how about this? No rational person has said anything to the fact of this that they didn't win. That he's right. That Joe Biden didn't win. Only people I saying heard. that it's compromised is Donald Trump, uh, Kaylee, because she said she said whatever he tell her to, and his, and his children. It's two that look like they on cocaine all the time. And his wife. She she speak good English. She says she speaks. She speaks. Oh, just a her. little bit. That's just a little bit. Why do you say yeah, Anthony? I just feel like um, we're in 2020, and there's a lot of shit that happened. <laughs> like any other year, I'd be like, you know all right, what? Nah, all right. No so there's no, no logic way. behind it, but you just you just feel you got <laughs> no that way. feeling, like you just. No everything, way. everything you thought couldn't happen this year has happened. So I, I, I get it. <laughs> like, like y'all gonna wake up tomorrow and be like, Nevada miscounted. Like y'all remember when Florida used to always fuck up the count, like all the time. Like you were guaranteed Florida fucking up the count. Yeah, it was, uh, Gore not after two thousand. Not after two thousand. They got their shit together after two thousand. They yeah, said we ain't like, like, no more. It was like That's hundreds, they found right? Floating in the water, there was like somebody's fish. They're like, what's this? And it's just like. Floating Chad documents are just like, this, how did they end up here? You know, exact. See, so anything can happen. Yeah, but that was like anything. hundreds, though, not like thousands and tens of thousands. It was a couple right. hundred votes in 2000. You talking now? He's got leads of like 40,000, 20 plus thousand. Easily, easily. Yeah, but this is 2020. Touche. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> Any other year, I would be, I would be on y'all side. I'd be sitting next to y'all pouring up a pint. Nope. So I won't mm-mm. not into his head. I don't know how old I'm not gonna argue with that. I, I get it. Uh, I'm not <laughs> until he put his hand on the Bible and get to swearing and everybody chilling. I ain't putting nothing because you know what happened. Knowing our luck, he got dementia. I think. I think Biden is like he's old. Oh yeah, he's he old, showed old. it in the uh, the DNC um, debates. You could see right. those moments of it where he talked he, and he, he was like, ripped it off out. to another subject. It never came back. Like it was him. Him winning, and it looks like by the margin he's gonna win, is more of an indictment on the party than it is anything else. Oh, of course, a thousand percent. He's the he's the only person they could try it out to beat Donald Trump, and it took COVID, the econ- an economic downturn, all of this shit for him to win. He's gonna win. You know, the margin is gonna be pretty steep. It's gonna look like it did in 2016. But is he gonna survive to swear in? He'll he'll he'll, he'll make it two months. <laughs> He gonna make it to the end of January. Was it January twentieth or January twenty? Twenty twenty got two months. Twenty twenty got a month left. They got one month. She got one month left. He gonna give out on she, New Year. No, nah, she coming in strong. She like, hey, y'all thought I wasn't taking him with me? Soup. And they gonna lead together. Camilla so, gonna be the first black black president. That's a female. And does it work like that? Yeah. If he if yeah. if he's president elect, she'll come right in. She's She's second in line succession. My thing is, um, he'll make it. He'll make it two months. He's a he's in good shape for old day. He'll make it two months. Is he gonna make it all four? I don't know. Like, will he be, like he'll be alive, but I don't know if will he be there. Right. Like, no, like be, look what it did to Obama. Obama I think he'll be like, a living prop, like a living, breathing like prop. Late. He's there, but he's not making decisions. Like, Barack, like in his late forties when he. Uh-huh. He had a head full of black hair. He left in eight years. Is greater than motherfucker now. He came out. That motherfucker looked like Bosley's for men before pictures. And he was hurt. He was stressed. 
you know. I remember. It only because he Baraki kept his hairline, but the the, the hair is gray, my G. Like it's old. about to die. You think and you think somebody who's seventy is gonna be able to take the stress? Y'all, y'all know who Ha Ha Davis is, right? Yep. <laughs> Guard. <laughs> that's 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 all you're gonna hear. It's about to be so, a stressful four years. So what you're saying is, dead people voted in a dead president. His dead ass going with him. They all about to leave together. <laughs> So well, well, actually, I don't think it'll be as as stressful for him only because like Biden's a centrist and he's, you know, pro corporate, you know, he's got corporate money. And I think he has enough Republicans who wanted Trump out. You know, was it the Lincoln Project right. or something like that? So yeah, he, yeah. I think he's got enough of them. that It won't be as it's not like Obama when he walked in. There was like this Negro is not getting a doggone thing. I don't care what he Bill, he wants, it, you know, what was it, McConnell? He was just flat out yep. said it, which at least I give him points for that. I mean, I respect an, an open, honest racist rather than a, you know, low-key hidden one. He was just like, racist. I'm just blocking everything. Like, okay. so But I don't think Biden's going to have that. I think Biden's going to have some Republicans who are going to try to do what they can to make up, it, you know, if you want, and say, okay, well, what do you want? Well, I want so, this, this, so and that. He's not going to make big changes. You think he's more along the lines of Clinton? Clinton got people to go across the aisle. He's a yellow dog Democrat. He's not left. He's he's like old, you know, traditional Democrat, which is like conservatives, you know. And I think that's going to be the problem. It's going to fracture the party. Well, it already has. Everybody who's super far left, there's nowhere for them to go. They can't lead a party because they can't be fucking Republicans. They can't be independent. The machine ain't going to be behind them. So you get these fractions. There's two fractions in a party. It's, you know, people more moderate like Biden. Harris is, I'd say left the center, but she's still pretty, pretty, pretty moderate too. Joe Biden is dead smack in the middle on just about everything, and I think that's what it took to win. Because if you weren't going to get the old, the old heads to vote for Bernie Sanders, no, I know, no, I know, I know, I know, I know the kids love Bernie, but like he couldn't get out of primary, two, 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 two joints in a row couldn't get out of primary. Why do you think he was going to win? But he couldn't get out because of people. Because well, one, one problem is I've always had a problem with this. He want to be independent, but he want to he want democratic money. Nigga, get out of lay down. And if you want to lay down, stay down. Get out the way. You can't have it both ways, nigga. You wanted it both ways, you can't do it. One model say you want it one way, but it's the other way. Get out of lay down. And he's not as good on minority shit as people like to think he is. He's like he's like Bernie's super left. He he likes guns. He signed a crime bill. He skates on that mir- miraculously. Every time it comes up, well, Joe signed a crime bill. Let's get in Bernie. Bernie signed the shit too. Yeah. What, what are we saying? Question, and I'm not, I'm not defending them signing the crime bill, but who didn't sign the crime bill? Because I always hear, yo, he signed the crime bill. He signed the crime bill, but I never heard like who was heavily opposed know. to it. Also, I don't know what else. I think there was, was like in it four either. that that refused to vote at all. Total, like when when Biden tried to pass a, a crime bill, like only maybe like four. You can Wikipedia, but everybody else, it was like a strong bipartisanship no, of Democrats unique. and Republicans. And the ministers that were prominent back then were all on board with this bill coming to fruition. So to do the play the money money more than quarterback thing, why? Right. Well, no. Clinton was the president, so I exactly. mean, once it he signed, but he doesn't even get as much heat for. No. It's it's just Biden himself because he championed it, and so. Him and Orrin Thatch, I believe, were like yep. the two main ones. 
I'd have more problem with what Biden about the Anita Hill thing back in the back during confirmation of Clarence Thomas than anything else. He dogged that woman on that stand to get Clarence Thomas in. Dogged her. But the crime bill thing, look, everybody was on board. In retrospect, it was a bad idea. Let's kind of move on. But everybody loves to bring it up. It's like number one thing. Yeah. That's because you got that's because you got a video of him like pounding his fist, like, you know, you can't have these people, you can't save them, there's nothing left to do. It's like, well. Yeah, and I, I we talked about last week, like I feel like at what point do you let people learn from their mistakes? Not necessarily forgive them, but give them the opportunity to right their wrongs. Cause we've all done some shit or said some shit that we wish we could take back. And I just, if someone is trying, I don't know. My question is how do we, do we still hold that against them 30 years later? Right. Or do right. we well, say, all right, show us, show us. You weren't the only one that signed it. If you were the only one that signed it, so, it would have never went into effect. So my thing is this. I strongly believe that after the age of 25, I no longer have to teach you anything. Mm. I feel like after the age of 25, you are an adult. These weren't children making these decisions. These weren't people in their 20s making these decisions. These were grown-ass adults who knew what they were saying and doing was wrong. In their mind, they truly believed we were super predators. They truly believed there was no saving us. They truly believed that rehabilitation was not meant for us. So you always hold them accountable. The only things that fix racists is money and babies. That's it. Money and babies. Babies might not even help you. But a baby... (laughs) You're right. So it's really money. (laughs) Pretty much. So when you think about... So there, there is no real forgiveness for me for anybody after the age of 25. I, but, you know, I, I don't say forgiveness. I'm saying right your wrongs, if that makes sense. No, because no? Okay. are you writing? So it's, it's all the same to me, and this is why. At what age do you hold them accountable? If you can always fix your mistakes, then when are you held accountable? You should be held accountable when you make the mistake. But is it a mistake? A mistake is spilling milk, not telling me that a thousand niggers are bad people. That's a different thing. There's a different a mistake is breaking eggs coming into the house, not telling me that I'm going to up I'm going to buy the property in which you live. So So Evan, is is the question I'm I'm just trying to understand. Are you are you asking can Biden redeem himself? Like yeah, what yeah, he's done, I'm, he's I'm, done. I'm, yeah. You can't you can't change that. That's written in Let's stone. And and you Black America, we'll never forget what he did. Mark, you're way but, more but, articulate than I am. Yes, that's my question. He, can he redeem can himself? He, can he make up for what he's done? Which means he'd have to do more than twice of what he did. So the possible. first thing is the first thing is because of what we had, it's going to be easy for him to fix it. Because of who he's coming after. It'll be a lot. And I think, and I know this sounds bad, but Trump once said, I can't remember the exact wording, but he said, he's a politician. This is his business to lie. I'm just a businessman. I do what I think is something that was a conversation and just was basically, Biden's going to always lie to you to get what he wants, right? Politicians in general are always going to lie to you to get what they want. And when you think about change, redemption. I mean, hell, even 
Bill Clinton said that it was a bad idea. He apologized for it. He shouldn't have done it. Even Hillary says she doesn't believe that we were super predators. And she now understands her wrongs. They weren't children when they were making these decisions. Wait, wait, wait. What did Hillary do? She didn't Hillary, also, also, it's, it's when she, she apologized. It's when, when she running for president. Yes. Yes. So it's, yes. it's, well, I need your vote, so now I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I never understood why she got held to because task. Because she considered, she, she, she coined the term super predator. She coined, she was on par with the term black on black crime, which everybody knows criminals create crime within their proximity, so crime is not correlated to race. So okay. either way, she, she was championing, the, she was on the same wave of we can't fix them. This is who they are. This was around the time of the um, Central Park Five. But I, I get, um, I, I get all, 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 all of what y'all saying. But it just one white people who who had this bill. It just one white. Set, you're just, right, but you know people the that look like us said the same shit about us. It's it's people who look like us who still say the same shit about us. Absolutely. That's so, why I'm there about Bill Cosby. This goofy ass in jail. He never gave a fuck about us either. Couldn't pop ass niggas. Yes and no. Yes and no, because I agree. But like, so my thing with Bill Cobby is he was helping niggas who had money. Like, if you ever knew about um, what's the name of that movie? Sweet, sweet, sweet baby back, sweet, sweet back. That old yeah. ass movie. Back, sweet back's bad. No, um, was it? Yes, that's it. People's movies. movies. Yeah. 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 Him and his father. Kobe. I mean, Cosby funded that film. Mm-hmm. Spike Lee's movies were Cosby. funded by Cosby. Spike, so a lot of Spike Lee's movies. Basically, Cosby helped niggas who had money. Niggas who he knew were like well, him. Well, he said four niggas I know to college, too. That's not the point. I know he helped niggas who always <laughs> had money. He still didn't care about us. He ain't come, he ain't come talk to us. He That's true. But on the same note, on the same note, on the same note, why do we give Obama so much slap? Why do we give all these people? Because this is how it, this is how it really boils down three. to. You see it hit that three, though. Yeah, actually... And what everybody say, oh, oh. that's my president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did that. Oh, 44. No, bro, chill. So for me, in, in all honesty, I feel like this, this is a different conversation, but even religion, because a lot of the people who oh, backed yeah. that bill, like you said, were pastors. There were black pastors who, who mm-hmm. asked for the same troubled children to come to their church, but won't help them outside of their church. Yeah, you see what I mean. Numbers are important. It was the it was the evangelical because they're the ones with the most of the money. Yeah, with the pull. It's it's not not even the money. If you if you keep going back, has nothing to do with necessarily money, but it's the way you quote unquote. I remember my mom and my grandma used to hate that I would wear my do rag outside. Right, they would hate it. It was it would scare them. You know, it was it was something you were not put a hat on, take that shit off. The only option. Don't come out my house without that do rag. Same. And believe me, I had hair. It was and it was some guys that didn't have hair once. Mm. Mm. Contrary, he used to wear them beer. He used to wear a beer bonnet. You ain't fooling me. <laughs> a um, beard bonnet. A beard bonnet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but what I'm getting at is, ministers and athletes were perceived as the model minority of blacks. Mm. You know, you hear about the word model minority when you talk about the Asian community, but when you talk about blacks, it was that. I mean, think about it. Jordan ain't helped no niggas at all. At all, there was a, there was a couple of athletes who hate Jordan because when they were trying to sign civil rights and shit, this nigga was chilling. He ain't want nothing to do with it. There is there is a there is a perception in which we correlate age, education, and the ability to articulate with knowledge, right? 
And that knowledge is perceived through papers. Everybody in this conversation right now have some form of education, certification, and or degree, right? And we didn't get it because we was like, shit, I just, I love college. Matter of fact, ooh, give me that one-on-one -on -one communications class. No, no one cared. We did it because we were told to go. We were told we needed it. We were told we had to have it, right? And then I, I don't know as, about anybody else. I love college. Shout out to Hampton University. He had a great four years. Don't listen to this nigga. He lying. Woo. Take his debt away, though, if y'all can. No, take, no, take uh, it away, too. Take all of it. Right. The whole <laughs> take thing. mine, too. I swear, right. though. The PWI <laughs> on the lake. Um, but what I'm getting at is education was perceived as the way to get out. Mm -hmm. But there, I, I distinctly remember Caucasian people working factory jobs for years and still being able to live a life that we couldn't with degrees. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. A, it's a weird conundrum because you think about growth and redemption and change, but we were never giving those same things. I would have loved to have the same amnesty as my counterparts who were lighter than me. And by lighter than me, I mean wider than me. Never going well, I mean, America's always been a, a racial caste system. A thousand percent. Yep. And so, percent. I mean, through every generation, you know, you see it where we're told if we do this, we'll get this. We do it. You don't it doesn't come through. And then we're told, okay, yeah, but you know what? If you do it, I preface this time, you'll get it. We don't. You might let a, a little few trinkle in just to be like, well, see, take a look. It. It yeah, did right back work, to the but model minority. Overall, it didn't. I mean, you look at Black America, we have no generational wealth. It's at like all. there's none at, at all. all. And at all. and then and I know Anthony and I we've talked about this, but like the GI Bill is a big example of it, mm -hmm. where you know, white soldiers came back, they weren't just given like loans, they were given grants. Like, don't even yeah. pay it. Here, go buy a house. That's on us. And Facts, and then if you did, you got like a low rate. You know, low fee, you were able to pay it off. And by that time, your kids could go to college, things like that. Meanwhile, you know, our, you know, our grandparents, great-grandparents, no, you didn't get it. Thanks. We appreciate it. They were spitting the face and just, yeah, it was wild. You know, on but top I, of the red lining and on top of all that. So it's, it's gerrymandered. I mean, there's, there's people now, which blows my mind, that still don't know what redlining is. Still don't know what gerrymandering is. Still don't understand, you know, implicit bias, like, this is why I truly believe after 25, I'm not explaining anything to you. You just don't want to know. Yeah, and I don't think they don't know. They don't want to listen. They don't want to know. And I, I've, it kind of escalated it this past year after George Floyd for me, where I started to like realize it, where you're telling people why we feel this way and how police have treated us and how the, Rodney the King whole system I was born. has treated us. But Emmett Till right. happened before I was born. And it's easy That's to chop those up. Rodney King happened explain. before you were born. I remember Rodney King. It's easy to chop those up to, to that was a, that was secluded. That was the 80s riots, right? Uh-huh. Early uh, 90s, right? Rodney? 90s. Yeah, early 90s. Rodney, Rodney King was late 90s, mid to late 90s. But back to the, oh, oh, back to the media conversation we're talking about, like it's not always in your face. You know, TV turned off at a certain time. The, they could call those secluded incidents oh that was isolated but they would call them secluded right that that's not always happening we're seeing not only us we know it's been happening they're seeing it now we're telling them we've experienced it as well and they're still telling us we're wrong 
And I think that's where the line was kind of draw from, drawn for me. Because, you know, I went back and forth a little bit. Like, I always tell people, don't, why are you arguing with strangers on Facebook? I ain't argued with strangers, but I've argued with people that I know or try to, like, tell them why we feel the way we do. And it's not just made up. Mm-hmm. And they're going to tell you it's wrong. You're wrong for your li- like, you know, Not even saying you're lying. You're wrong about what you went through. What? So I think that's where I kind of like, oh, I see what's going on here. Maybe I should have realized it earlier. But I guess maybe I kind of have some type of hope for people that we knew and have always treated us well and have been nice to us. But all of a sudden, when they're faced with their own biases, they're faced to look in the mirror and see themselves for who they are. They, they want to tell you you're wrong. And I think that's where I, I just kind of like a reality check for me. Like, oh, I see what I see what the temperature is. I see what time it is. People that grew up their whole whole lives with black people. This shit goes down. You're going to turn against. Oh, OK. All right. Well, if that's the case, fuck you, too. And I, that's my biggest beef with Trump, not even with Trump. <clears throat> that's my biggest beef about everything that's going on in the Trump administration and the Trump four years of Trump is. All the closeted racists that subtly came out but not really fully 100% come out. I know Mark's y'all said that's your favorite racist, the the open one who's one who's willing to admit they're racist, but these these people still haven't done that. But they got they got in the they got in the voting booth, 70 plus million of them got in this voting booth and you know, I'm not going to say they're all racist, but they decided that racism, sexism, homophobic it's not enough. That doesn't matter enough to them. And that's, and they, that's they worry all about taxes and, and price and gas prices. That's what they're saying. Oh, the gas prices are going to shut the fuck up. Fuck your gas it's all, prices. It's, it's, it's all generations, too. It's, it's no longer that excuse of, well, that's the older people. Like the studies are starting to show out. Some of your new voters, those were millennials that were also voting for Trump. Like Trump got some of them, he got some of Gen Xers, Gen Z. Boom. It's so, you know, um, it's it really boils down to that caste system, and I think because being black, we are at the bottom. That's how it's been set up. Fair for us is you'd have to remove us from it. But okay, what happens when you remove a foundation from a home? Collapses. Mm-hmm. So everything above it is dependent on what's below it. So that means all your buffer groups. Do they really want you to leave? It's easy to say white America this, white America that, but what about all the other ethnic groups? They're in the middle. Do any of them know what life is like in this country where we're no longer <clears throat> part of the equation? We're, we're set aside. That life is foreign. It, it doesn't exist. No one knows what it's like. And then what's it going to cost you? You know, and, and you see what an individual is like when it comes to fear. Imagine like millions of people, yeah, yeah, just yeah. afraid of like, oh wait, these Negroes are just, you know, gone on and left. They, we don't need them anymore. They can be self-sufficient. They can have their own businesses, their own banks, money for the first time ever circulating within Black America before it goes anywhere else. That that doesn't exist. There's been attempts at it. You know, people talk about Tulsa and all that. There's been attempts, yep. but you see the end result. Well, now we're here. 
what do you think happens those first hundred days after he's sworn in? If he gets, I'll say if he gets both seats that are upstanding on the Senate and uh, outstanding in um, Georgia, because they got to run off on the fifth, I believe, in January. I think little happens, but it'll be made to look like it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. I think because because Trump is so bad, and we you know he's you know he's that head sticking out, and you just throw the water balloon or whatever, like he's that yeah. that any any small change would be seen as big. But I think well, if you were to step back and look at it, it's mm-hmm. like, well, no, you really didn't mm-hmm. do much. Let's tell you right now, ain't nothing gonna happen if they don't get both those seats. Because if they don't get both the seats, they're not gonna have the numbers to put anything in the Senate. I, I think no, I don't see. I don't. I used to believe that. I think that the difference now is there will be a lot more compromise than there used to be. Because that used to be the case. If if you don't get this, you don't get that. You might as well just slow roll those first hundred days, and so we can make some people change their mind. Because he was so terrible, Trump was so terrible that you had Republicans making ads to get him out. A lot of people are gonna be way more open to negotiate, way more open to discuss change. And there's some of them that still need him. No, not even that, some of them still need him. So that's 70 million people. people, We're talking about that. We're talking about the Senate and the the Congress. So this different, because even like, I don't know if people wanna admit it or not, he was not a good businessman either. Um, That's true. God, no, terrible. So when you think about either, uh, terrible. Um, the the what will happen is a lot of a lot of changing for specific groups will happen, right? And what I mean by that is you may see a new LGBTQ law. You'll see a new tax um, imposing on the wealthy with very vague and loose stipulations, or you'll see. Um, something that helps the African-American community in a form of economic growth, maybe another stimulus of some sort. It'll be very small things, like like we said, that'll appear big because of how they're happening, right? You won't won't initially be like, and I mean, clip this off and send it to me so I can post it later, like, told you bitches. Um, What'll end up happening is, after that 100 days is what's important. Like, everybody always thinks it's the first 100 days. It's after that. It's the 265 left. And the reason I say that is because those 265 days are the most relaxed. They're the longest planned decisions. When you go into a game, you go into a match, you, you, you're, no matter what you're doing, any challenge you face, you're always nervous until it starts. When it's your your sentence, heart, everything's beating, you're sweating a little bit, everything's heavy until it starts. So for presidents, it's that first hundred days. I gotta make I gotta make changes, I gotta do things. Those first hundred days, think about when you when you get a new job. Those first 90 days, you know you on what? Probation. Right. So you everything is a little heavy. You on time, you there, you helping, you doing everything. After that, your character starts to show. Who you really were in office for starts to show. 
you you're late a little bit now. You don't help as much as you used to. You're not you're not as energetic about change as you were before. Uh, you got you got to set the tone earlier. Your new job. You got to let the niggas know this is me. Take it or leave it. Got to set the tone earlier. I don't know where he work at, but listen, do not listen to that man. Yeah, give me that a show. That's who get out of here, man. That ninety days is very real. Don't let them trick y'all. Um, I think people are downplaying the influence he's still going to have on the party, even after he leaves. Even though those seventy million people don't make decisions, they make the decision who's going to be in them offices. Of course, a thousand percent. Those people that are super supportive of Trump and they want to see his influence still stay, you're going to see people like Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, who's still there. Um, Ted Cruz or whole ass. All, all them people. We're gonna see how I feel like Ted Cruz is trapped. I wouldn't count I wouldn't count him. I feel like he's genuinely trapped. Because there's no way you let somebody call your wife ugly and you don't say nothing. I feel like he's trapped. I feel like yeah. my man's he wasn't ready to bob and weave with the Trump administration, so he let that shit slide so he could keep his job. He talked that, that man talked about his wife and his dead daddy, and he ain't do nothing about Such it. A he's, cuck. Cuck. he's a cuck. <laughs> Exactly. Eating right up. I know his daddy looking down like, man, listen, you a punk, man. That's why I really. I would have haunted my son for thirty days and thirty nights. You'd have been in the psych ward after that. You, you ain't gonna ride? You gonna let him talk about us like this? Us? Nah. I would. I would have put another man in his wife's bed. I'd be like, hey, you know she cute. <laughs> I would have been the worst daddy ghost in the game, man. What the, the hell worst... is going on? Ted Cruz walked in the room. Well, the streets in my home. <laughs> Baby, wait, let me explain. Before you start to point your cane, you just throw Mr. Biggs in Ted Cruz's bed. <laughs> that shit is wild, bro. I when I heard that, you know what's even crazier, bro? The fact that like a lot of things that have happened this year, whether they were related to him or not, to Trump or not, still made its way back to him. Like he was the most interactive person there like he was like roger and everybody kept telling him to go home but we all lived with this nigga like we couldn't go nowhere go like home, roger. everybody said go home he said we are home it, it, literally said, literally me and you we me all in this you. together shit that didn't have nothing to do with him he found his way to talk about and i'm like oh why why that was that i think that was interesting because a lot of presidents weren't like that i, I was what i was watching fox news which i try to I like to hear what the other side is saying. I don't. It was and it wasn't Tucker. I can't stand fucking Tucker. I gotta turn him off. I, that motherfucker. Yo, he's like a shitty human being. But anyway, um, someone had threw out, which I kind of thought was crazy at first, and then I thought about it and sat with it. I'm like, he might have a point. Someone threw out that Biden would rather work with Mitch McConnell than have the Democrats take over, have full control and take over the Senate. I can see that. And, Why? And, well, what, what Democrats are we talking about? Because they're not talking about Bernie-level Democrats. Well, the Senate. He, they said he would rather, that Biden like would AOC? almost rather. Well, no, 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 Biden would, sorry. Biden would almost rather the Democrats lose the runoff election and work with Mitch McConnell that way, because if the Democrats win the runoffs, Democrats now have control and he would have more pressure to get shit done because there's no one voting against him. That makes sense. There's no reason for you not to do it if you have everything you need to do it. Right. So someone throughout that, someone on Fox News throughout the idea that he would rather work with Mitch McConnell because he wouldn't have the pressure on him to get everything done. 
which I'm like, because it's one thing, which makes sense. It's one I don't thing necessarily to tell agree me with that it. you'll help me with something, but and then I, give me an excuse. Yeah, I get it. But that goes back to you know the first hundred days and first if he could write his wrongs, if he has full control and he doesn't quote unquote write his wrongs or redeem himself, he, he has won't. he can't say shit. You don't. So but you don't have think about. To. But the odd thing about that, though, and I don't remember when it was. Um, it might have been Bush, Bush's first year as president, second Bush, his first year. I think Republicans had control, and they just ran stuff through nonstop. Exactly. But so, it's, so, yeah, it's, so that for him to be like, I, I want McConnell here, it's going to make my life easier. But there was a time when Bush just it automatically was guaranteed to go through. Why would you tempt fate? You know what I'm saying? By negotiating with somebody you can't trust is going to get all your stuff through. Why even bother? Get him right. out of the way. Do what you're supposed to do, and take the heat either way. Because he got four. He got. He still got four years. It ain't like he's going anywhere just because he messes up in these first few months. Get control. Do what you want to do, and the cards fall where they fall. Right. I guess the the what they were trying to point out was that he was worried that too much progressive shit will come across his board. That he wouldn't necessarily want to pass, which I don't know. I don't. I see where they're coming from, but I don't necessarily agree. But I think that that's might, what, no, that, oh, that was might the, happen. I think that was the point of saying he'd rather work with Mitch McConnell. But you know, but I don't think there's any true progressives on the, in the Senate really, other than Bernie. Maybe a person I'm missing, maybe Cory uh, Cory Booker. But other than that, everybody that's in the Senate is pretty moderate. You know, you got your everybody that's pretty far left is in the House. So whatever they push through, it's got to get through the Senate any damn way. All right. I think that's enough politics. Um, one more thing. One more thing on the election, though, that, that we've learned before we go is, one, you know, we all what, – what voters have – a lot of voters have said. They've always said all lives matter, right? Now we're saying all votes matter. And if you live in Washington – all drugs matter now. Oh, Oregon. 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 If you live in Oregon, Oregon. all drugs matter now. This nigga flopped the joke. It's crazy. Nah, you can smoke your kneecaps off in Oregon now. Shoot. That's sniff, that, uh, snort, whatever you want to do. I don't I don't know, man. I saw fair play in good old Oregon. Whatever you want to do. It's, well, the criminal. What are, what are their gun laws loose. like in Oregon? Probably pretty loose. Uh, <laughs> probably pretty loose. I would imagine there's a lot of hunting in Oregon. Exactly. Because in a weird, twisted way, it seems like it's almost like um, like they're trying to go wild, wild west. Like instead of like, well, hey, so and so drug and tries to break in your house and you be- oh, it's the fence and it's like problem solved rather than. Putting the money and the time to try to do like rehabilitation and things like that. I... State, state of Oregon, open carry. <laughs> yeah, is that of guns I'm, or drugs? But it, but it, that's like wild, oh. wild west. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, open carry is legal in Oregon I, I, without I a license. Know, man. I, I, mean, I don't local... know much. Of, I don't know much of anything about it, but it's just it just seems. I think their logic behind it is not criminalizing. People who are addicted to drugs. Yeah, you don't go so I think far that's with that. The, I think that's the logic behind it. As Anthony's frozen, his phone probably died. <laughs> I don't uh, think, yeah, he he'll get back in. 
I, I so we're, we're not drug testing anybody for any job. It's just you got the job. Congrats. No. Ah, that's a good they question, drug, too. No, they still might drug test you. If it's legal in your state, are they going to allow you to work is the question. Well, because it's not technically legal. It's decriminalized. So if you got right, it on right, you, they're going right. to give you a ticket, right. send you on your way. They're not, they're not, they're not locking you up for it. So it's different than being fully legal. You know what I mean? Like and this is this for any job. Because I mean, there's some jobs. It's like you really cannot be on a drug. Well, even though, count. but even though here it's legal if for medicinal, if for marijuana, right? Yeah, if you smoke weed for medicinal and you pop on a test, you have to supply something saying that I'm legally allowed to do this. You're not legally allowed to get high in Oregon. They just not send you to jail. They're for not it sending no you to jail for it's decriminalized, so they're not going to arrest you. Now, if you're high and driving, that's you right. Know, you driving influence, yeah, yeah. Driving while intoxicated, whatever the hell they, yeah. they call it in yeah. Oregon, but they're not gonna arrest you for having it on you. Yeah, like here, a use, usable <laughs> amount. Not if yeah, you're selling, yeah. obviously. I, I, here in here in Connecticut, if you got less than a, if you got anything up to an ounce on you, they take it from you, give you a ticket. You got more than that on you, they send you to jail. That's the criminalization, basically. Okay. So I'm I'm curious to see how how it works. Hopefully, they pass something to give people help if they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm saying just that, that alone with it. really seems odd. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. Man. Man. Was he working last week or was I bugging? No, no. They stopped taping. He said his last episode taped like on the 29th. So like 10 days ago. A little oh. less. Yep. Like was that going to be his last episode? His last episode airs Christmas Day, they said. So, oh, so they taped a bunch of episodes and they're still yeah. just rolling them out, rolling them out. Yep. Wow. Well, rest in peace, man. I mean, we talk about TV, TV legend, TV legend, and I mean, you got him. I mean, Regis passed a few months ago. Sean Connery. Sean Connery passed a few days ago too. Rest Made in, it to ninety. Yeah. Rest in 90. peace, Sean Connery. Ninety. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, I guess that's one thing that's certain in life, right? Yeah. Death. I hate. I Impact. hate that. Hate to have have him go out suffering the way he was, but you know he pushed through, and I mean he lived a long life as well. Yep. Sucks, man. All right. Who plays tonight? Patriots. And the Jets. And the Jets. <laughs> Yuck. The exciting AFC East. All right, kids. They're way more exciting than NFC East. <laughs> yeah, yeah that too. Yeah, that too. I got a bump. All right. Y'all be cool. <laughs> All right. I'll tell to you, man. Take it easy. Um, all right, Mark. It's just us. All right, Mark. It's just us. Okay. What am I hearing an echo? Is that you? One, two. All right. Hi, I hear you. All right. No, I heard an echo, but it must have been when he was closing out his thing. Um, yeah. Our our conference is bad. Yeah, NFC this year, this bad. year is, it's been bad. Our division, um, yeah, but I mean, AFC East was bad for like twenty years straight. Yeah, yeah. But 
But because of Tom Brady, nobody wanted to talk about that. So it's kind of <laughs> which I'm glad he looked the way he looked against the Bucks. I mean, against yeah, against the Saints. That what was that? Oh, that's the real him. You think so? That's my opinion. They dared him to go deep. He's not going to do it. You know, it's the quick little short pass. He, you see he's got no mobility in the pocket anymore. What what little he had, that little shifty, subtle, yeah, yeah that's yeah. gone. That's dead. Um, I mean, he's surrounded by a loaded team. You yeah, know, that team I'm, is stacked. I just I don't I don't think he makes him that much better. I mean, he's he's better than what Jameis Winston is, but that's what I was gonna ask. Do you think they'd rather have Jameis? Do you think they'd rather no. have Brady? No, uh, I mean, because Jameis will take those risks, but I mean Jameis with this team though, right? Obviously, this team is stacked the way it is because Brady went there. So I guess if if Jameis was still there, this team. <laughs> wouldn't be put together the way they were. Right. But if you're in that locker room, man, and you were in that locker room last year, granted, they're still 6-3. and three, But are you, you've got to be worried, right? you got to be <laughs> wondering why I come here. Oh, it's a division rival. Yeah, but you yeah. have to be competitive in those rivalry games, man. You can't give up 28 points in 21 minutes to start. I think... I think the Giants revealed something about them. Because that game when the Giants when the Giants played the Bucks, Daniel Jones was just like, here, Bucks, here, here's another chance to win. Oh, here's another chance to win. And they were still in it. Yeah. If, if, if the Giants had a decent quarterback, they'd beat the Bucks. That's, I'm sorry, man. I'm not sold on their secondary. I'm not sold on the Bucks secondary. They're, they're they front, have moments. They're they front have their, seven. I, I get it, but they have the their back they have four, their moments, no. right? But I mean, you need a front seven for your back four to do well because you could have the best back four, but if your front seven but, isn't getting to the quarterback or putting the pressure on, what does it really matter, right? But if your front seven's good and your front four still looking, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. right. Kind of like <laughs> I'm trying to shoot up some bail. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I mean, there was like at least 14, 21 points the Giants could have had on the board. They're just not good. Just Dan, you know, Danny Jones. I don't know why people calling them dimes. I mean, I call them pennies, but I don't. <laughs> I think it's a New York thing. You gotta create. You gotta create a nickname for your player, no matter like you had Lynn Sanity. No matter what they show, you gotta create a nickname. Yeah. <coughs> oh man! All right, I think that might. So, what did you guys say last week? I know, I know, I was way off oh, of my prediction. Oh yeah, no, I just said because I, I I talked about how you um. You were predicting Trump winning the whole time. And then last week I asked right before the election, I'm like, do you still feel that way? And you're like, blow out. I forgot what you said. He said three something to like one something, right? Did <laughs> yeah. All because of COVID. COVID in the economy. and But I, it's it's sad. But I just think if, if COVID-19 didn't happen, I don't think Biden would have beat him. And 
as close. And, as and it was, you look I, at the popular vote, agree. how close it is. I would have disagreed with you until I seen those numbers. Once I seen those numbers, I, I kind of thought to myself, "Wow, Mark, Mark was right this whole time." Um, yeah, like I mean, you're talking tens of thousands. That's all. That's all you need. Tens of thousand votes will decide an election. And, 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 and the electoral was, I mean, it took a long time because of the mail-in ballots. But that once again, that's the whole COVID thing. But for some of those states, it was still close. I mean... It's, it's still close. There's still three states undecided. Arc, I mean, um, Alaska, Alaska is Georgia, undecided, but that's pretty oh, much well, Alaska yeah. usually goes Republican. Yeah, and it's, and it's <laughs> there. I just don't understand. Why are they counting so slow? It's still Right now, it still says 58% reporting. I'm not <laughs> sure why they count so damn slow. I don't know what's going on in Alaska. Is it, Alaska, is it too cold? Like, um, Yeah, North, Car- the, North Carolina is still... Think, uh, was it military? Oh, yep, yep, the military. You have to. Um, Yeah, Georgia still hasn't decided, which they're only separated by about 11,000, 12,000, and North Carolina is still counting, which Trump is leading by a good 80,000 there. So I don't know what they're waiting for, 99% reporting. I don't know what they're waiting for right now to call those states, but it it looks like Biden is going to take Georgia. Trump's going to take North Carolina. So it's 36 electoral votes between Georgia and Pennsylvania. I think those are the two states they're really fighting for. And I think there's got to be like a 1% difference for them to do like a recount. So if it's like greater than a, a, a 1% difference. I think it was 0. 0.5 if I recall correctly. 0. 0.5? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I believe that's what it was, which Georgia is... North Carolina technically is. No, no, no. I'm lying. North Carolina is not. I was. Re- it's fifty point one to forty. Yeah. <sighs> We're in for a long two months. I don't know how it gets longer than what we just the months we just went through, but that's what it's looking like. I don't know. Uh- I think it's. I think it's. It's, it's over, and um, I think um, the GOP is gonna have to work on creating a new image, a new label, like a new brand. Not a new label, a new brand. Do you think? Because, he, do, I'm sorry, saying, do you think he runs again in 2024? That's what they're already. There's already speculation. He might be too old then, but is, if he's alive, does it matter at this point? We just seen who he's gonna be Biden's age, right? I think because of the number of people that voted for him, I think he says it. I think he goes straight to TV, and he's got the followers. I mean, you look at how the vote voting turned out. If he makes a TV show, he's already automatically guaranteed to have viewers. So I don't. I don't think he'll try again. I think he's he's gonna, you know, go back to being like a TV personality. That's that's if the. You know, until the feds get their hands on him. That's, That's the big deal. <laughs> Any chance he goes straight to it's jail. It's over. They're waiting for him. And then it's like, okay, you got to pay up. And then there's like like banks, like the Deutschland Bank or weird something like that, where it's like he owes a couple hundred million. And, you know, and 
yeah, he owes so much. What if he flees the country? Um, I don't think they'll let him do it. What if he goes on a diplomatic trip across seas and just stays? <laughs> What's He's the, going to Epstein Island? <laughs> oh. I don't know. He goes, he goes somewhere, makes a pit stop in Russia. I don't know. Hides out with Snowden. No extradi- no extradition. That's how you say it, right? <laughs> Can't be extradited. <laughs> and he just chills. Coasts. Well, I mean, there there have been people who have held, like, high positions and they get, like, house arrest. Like, they deserve they deserve the worst, but they don't get it. They, they like, they just get, like, house arrest. So, like... Which, um, I don't think that'll happen to him, but I, I just think, I, honestly, you know, with all, whatever Trump towers that are there, he'll have to give them up. But he'll still, he'll still... He's still not going to see jail. He, not even rich people jail, like the one where it's like you is have it, like the, I don't even think he'll even see that. Is it going to be like yeah. Wilson Fisk and Daredevil where he had the whole apartment and they all like came and served him? And Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's some people that are just too rich. You can't, you can't put them in jail. They're just too rich, too rich and powerful. So, And that's the problem with this country. <laughs> All right, we've been going. To... Yeah, I don't even know how long we've been going because we stopped so damn much and started up. But appreciate you coming on, Mark. Oh, well, thank you for the invite. Good talking. And, to you. and, and oh, it's always good talking to you. It's good talking to you know Eric and you know Bianca here and everybody has to say and you know I always like hearing different perspectives of things and making me think and it's like oh I didn't hear of it that way and i gotta rethink about what i you know my view is on this and i really do appreciate that it's it's hard to find people where you can have discussion not debate you know because that's very weird we live in society everybody has to have a debate everybody always wants to prove you wrong instead of just like i'm asking these questions i don't necessarily feel like biden deserved redemption or deserves a second chance but i'm asking not to even play devil's advocate. I just want to, we need to ask the questions. We need to know the other side or what other side there may be. And I guess that's where I kind of yeah. come in a lot. And... Well, it was not just him, even Harris. Does Harris, because her time when she was a DA, was it California? Yep. I mean, she was locking brothers up left and right too and, and, and joking about it. And, you know, when, Sometimes when they were told you got to let him out, she wouldn't let him out. So, no, she, she kind of like Biden. She's got that on her, her track record, too. And that goes back to, like, the debating and people always wanting to prove you wrong. Like, I would, I would only see that. Kamala Harris's track record, or Kamala, Kamala right? Kamala Harris's yeah. track record. She put black people in jail. She put black people in jail. But I've never seen anyone just come to me and say, or come on social media and post something. Granted, I could have. I could do the research myself, but if you're defending somebody and you're shitting on someone, you know, show some stuff. So it's always, she did this, but it's never like, this is what she did. You know what I mean? Like a detailed, detailed of what fucked up shit she has done. So I've never even seen it. And again, you know, I could go out of my way and look and I'd probably find it, but I'm not the one arguing for her either. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I think when, and there was articles on it, there was a concern uh, during the presidential election, you know, would he get strong voter turnout among black community? Because Clinton, Hillary had a stronger turnout, black turnout than he did, than Biden did. Really? Yeah. But because but there's articles you can find it. There was concern. The concern was Biden, his history, Biden's law, stuff like that. And then on top of that, you bring Kamala Harris as your VP. And then, I mean, and, and also, you know, for her, it was also, I think she was trying too hard to like, well, I'm black American, you know. And then you know, and she botched these like t-ball questions, like. Like, well, who'd you enjoy? I, I always like listening to Tribe Called Quest. That five dog guy's great. And it's like, he passed away years ago. Like, what are you talking about? You know, and she smoked weed listening to like Snoop Dogg in college, but like, yeah, her father got on her for that. She, yeah, something like, which I guess I cut her slack there because it's like maybe she, she was in grad school then. I don't know, but Snoop Dogg wasn't out when she was in college. So it's, yeah. But, um, yeah. But, you know, there was that, you know, you know, and then also the thing, I know they, they play this clip a lot. I think someone asked her, like, you know, what are you going to do for black America? And she's and she says, you think I'm just going to have some plan that's going to help black people? No. And then they play it on a loop. <sighs> so, you know, that hurt. So it's one of those things where it's like, do you want Trump in? Do you... You know, why Biden? And so, for for some in Black America, not all, you know, but for some, it's it is a no-win situation. Either one, I heard one person say, and I thought it was interesting. They said, "Do you want the covert races or the overt races? Take your pick." Yeah, yeah, no, you can't have you can't have a overt races be president. You know what I mean? Yeah, because. He has influence over way too many races that are undercover. And then also international business, too, because if you. Which is weird. Yeah. I don't know, like I say, it, politics is weird. I, I remember seeing this thing. It was like Nigerians for Trump. I'm like, wait, didn't this guy just say, like, all these African countries are assholes? Shitholes. <laughs> Shitholes. Get it right. Yeah, well, yeah, but but it's like, and then all of a sudden, there's like this picture, just like, and I'm like, wait a minute, he said your place is a okay, yeah, yep. You know, I, I I just I think I'm like everybody else, just you know, 2020, get over it with, get right? Over with. That's there's no saying in 2021 it won't be worse. <laughs> yeah, probably the same. Um, like we think no, 2020 a, is a finish there's a 20 December 31st is a finish line but it might just be another lap. Yeah. Yeah, I know I know Biden, I know there's an article about like, you know, what they plan on doing their their one first 100 days. There's an article about that and it talks about you know, COVID-19 um um changing the Trump tax laws so that people under 400,000 get taxed less. Um Trump had the tax law that. Yeah, you know, I don't. Yeah, what was it? Because I know people under four hundred thousand won't get taxed more, but would they get taxed less? I don't know. Taxed less 
his would be they could tax less compared to what Trump had. Oh, okay. They, okay. They were being taxed more. There's a lot of middle class people. Some of the people that Trump lost voting were middle class people that thought that his tax plan would. In other words, they saw themselves as, oh, we're moving on up, as the Jeffersons say. Like, we're gonna we're gonna be with the upper, higher income people, so we'll get taxed less. And he was like, no, you know, I still see you as down here, so you get hit, and, and people complain. Um, uh, I think you know, yeah, uh, immigration. Yeah, there's an article on it, like what he's, what what they are gonna do, like for the first 100 days. All right. Well, time will tell, right? Yeah. Oh, all right, man. I'm going to go eat some dinner. Thanks again, Mark. Appreciate you. Anthony, thank you. He's not here. He must. His, I think his phone died. He was frozen in that uh. corner for a little bit. <laughs> uh, GDFools at gmail.com. Send any Ask a Fool questions or reach out if you want to come on the show. We're at the Goddamn Fools on Instagram. I'm not F. Swain. Eric's at the Black of Wall Street. Bianca's Hi, Bianca. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. Google Podcast now is what it's called. <laughs> Stitcher, SoundCloud, all that good shit. Uh, rate us five stars too. Like Eric says, don't be a hater. See y'all next week. Thanks for listening. Peace.